This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf and Simon. I, I shared with Simon, I saw the first mock draft of the year because I don't know if you noticed, but oh the, four, the 49ers got pasted, yes, by the Kansas City Chiefs. It is, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. But that gives us the 12th pick in the draft. And I saw, hey. I saw one mock draft. Have the Miami Dolphins taking drum roll, Bijan Robinson, and I can tell you, I had one lonely sweat bead come off of my forehead and across mm-hmm. my nose, and I got the vapors for for like a a very brief second. Very very excited. This is exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I prepare for that not to happen. Well, that would suck. I think he he's the best running back prospect I've seen since Ricky Williams, maybe. Mm. And I loved, I loved it. I love Zeke. I'll tell you the guys I loved. I love Zeke. I love that. Da- uh, uh, Dalvin Cook. I loved him much more than Fournette. Uh, I love mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook more. It turns out that both are are pretty good. You know what I mean? Dalvin Cook a little bit better. Um, I liked a lot of running back prospects. Najee Harris, I really liked, but Bijan Robinson, real deal, man. Like this is um, uh, he's not like these guys, but he's like the Adrian Peterson type, like the signature player, the Saquon Barkley. Um, 12th overall for a ready-made team. Makes sense to me. I don't think we have to waste too much time on this, but your thoughts on it. What? on? It's not going to happen. On that first mock draft. Like, that's not something that would happen? Sexy running no. back, 12th overall? No, it's not going to happen. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because um, because this is this is a system... This is a system that um, that focuses a little bit more on making running backs than on um, than on you know uh, r- taking running backs that make the system. Um, Didn't know, Shanahan Seattle just right. trade for Christian McCaffrey? Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, this is this is midseason. They're desperate, They're, and they didn't okay. trade a first. They didn't trade a first. Oh, they, they, they traded they a traded, lot though. A two, a three, a traded, four, and a five. What they traded for is a guy who is already a proven vet and a proven fit in the system. You know, 
Um, and that's the key there. You know, you're going to take, you're going to take a guy from college that hasn't proven himself in the NFL, but also, I mean, look at what's happening with Chase Edmonds right now. Right. Mm. They're they're They got him high hopes. Uh, he was, he was, you know, it, Raheem Mostert was kind of the afterthought acquisition at that position. Right. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Chase Edmonds was high hopes, and he's an exciting playmaker and stuff like that. He is he is languishing right now because mm-hmm. he he's not taking to the system. And um and well, well he can't the, catch I, the I, ball. He has Kellen Balage disease. Well, now but he's hands. but he's I mean, but it's a whole cascade of things because I think he's I think the catching the ball thing is in his uh, is in his head. Now he's in his head because of other issues and, and other struggles. And um, and he does seem to be that kind of personality just to me, just just the way he strikes me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I tried camp, to warn people camp, about this. Speaking, speaking to him a couple of times, he's like a really, really thoughtful guy. You know he what is. I mean? And those like, he guys, he those guys fit. are the ones that get in their own head. Yeah, he doesn't fit like the jock mode. You know what I mean? Like you know, super confident. Like you know, screw you. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a super athlete, and you're just media. He's like a really thoughtful guy. Like he thinks yeah. about his answers. He wants conversation. Yeah, like those are the guys that that will torture themselves. Yeah, those are the guys that, will get, that those are the guys that get stuck in their own head. But um, I, I think that you know, I tried to warn people before the the season about him trying to convert him to a to a new system after he's already been in the pros. You know, and he's he's already kind of made his he made his name in a different system, and now he's going to be trying to convert, and there's going to be bumps, and and I'm not giving up. I'm not saying trade him away, do whatever. I mean, you know, the season is long, and there, and <laughs> you know, so um, so so he will have uh, he will have more opportunities, but um, think about the 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 risk that is it's double risk. It's not just risk of you know, there's it's risky enough taking a college kid. And then uh, hoping that he he can make his way in the NFL game, right? But it's also this layered on added risk of college kid or, or of college kid in the pro game. But also, is he going to make it in this system? Because this system is very idiosyncratic as far as what it rewards in a running back, the traits that it rewards in a running back. And I, and I don't I don't know that they have the um they have it down to a fine science. So it's one thing to trade to trade a second or they trade like a second third fourth round pick for uh for christian mccaffrey Mm -hmm. uh who's you know a proven vet and proven in the system like just 100 fit for this exact zone system um it's it's another thing to 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 spend high on a running back coming out of the draft i'm not saying it can't happen i'm saying the odds to me aren't likely especially with chris greer as the um, the general manager, because if you if you're picking if Chris Greer is picking number twelve overall, mm-hmm. then I know what Chris Greer has in mind. I already know what Chris Greer has in mind. Cornerback. He's, say, he, he's 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 looking at he's looking at premium positions. He's yeah. looking at corner. He's looking at uh, tackle. Um, these are the positions that are hard to fill unless you unless you invest and you invest high. You know. And so, um, and we're, you know, this Byron Jones thing, whatever happens this year, I I just can't see it long-term with him. And Xavier Howard is not exactly a spring chicken either. Um, So I think that, uh, by the way, Byron Jones is like 30 and the history of corners is not good at 30 years old. I don't know if anybody knows that. Like it's more well advertised how running backs have the short fuse. 
but um but corners corners no less uh really um so they're going to need to reload at corner they're going to need to uh continue to to work on this offensive line at the tackle position um and i think that chris greer is just going too much against his his nature to um and and the thing is that mike mcdaniel isn't going to argue hard with him because mike mcdaniel is you know comes from uh comes from a background of finding Raheem Mostert from nowhere or finding Elijah Camp or uh, not Elijah Campbell. Elijah, <laughs> Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> Speaking of Elijah Campbell, I was finding Elijah Mitchell in like, what was it, the fifth round or something like that? Yeah. By the um, way, Elijah Mitchell returns to practice this week. <coughs> yeah. And they late. just finished <laughs> trading Apollo picks for Christian McCaffrey. Maybe a phone call is made. Well, you know that that's that's something that. Well, um, also, I mean, are 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 the Browns going to listen about Kareem Hunt? You know, that's yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's worth uh, it's worth thinking about. But um, but yeah, I think I, I just don't. You know, I'll I'll die on the hill and and be glad to be dead um about it if it happens because. But in, in the end, I just I just don't think the odds are very good on that happening. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, but there's, we, we get, we got, I, we got more to talk about the trade deadlines and is on Saturday. Right. Um, mm. and, and the Dolphins oh, it's on I Tuesday, think, November 1st, uh, is, is November 1st. Oh, my bad. Um, it's yeah. on Tuesday. That's right. What yeah. did I say? Saturday. My, my brain is off today. Um, yeah. So I mean, we're, there, there's going to be something, something's going to happen with the Dolphins. I think so. I think so. Um, and, and and trades are going to happen. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be like the big headline thing. I know there are some unhappy situations out there that, um, you know, unhappy situations are where these things are born, um, which is why, you know, I, I would have my eyes on. It's not for us. Chase Claypool is not for us. Um, but that's an unhappy situation. And I would I would look for him to get moved. Um yeah, Chase you know, Claypool. I, Chase Claypool is, you know, you know, a one a in the bad body language Olympics. Like he, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like 100%. you saw him, he didn't want to be beyond. He would, he didn't want to be on the field yesterday. Frustrated, yeah. and they're frustrated with him. And yeah. um, and I think, I think that we have our own sort of um, unhappy. I, I think he's a good guy, and I think he's trying his best. But we have kind of our own unhappy situation in the way that it's showing up with Mike Gesicki. Um, you know, I will say like everybody was all ready to trade Mike Gesicki because of his blocking, but in the end, it's not, you know, it's your strengths, which gets you fired. It's not your, it's not your weaknesses. They account for his weaknesses as a blocker. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're trying to bring him along and, and frankly, he has improved. Um, but, uh, but it's, you know, they, they try to rely on him as a pass catching force which is what's supposed to be his game. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, yes, I, I realized that his arms are being grabbed, but it, it's just, it's just, it's just sort of um, symbolic, mm -hmm. you know, how the football just dunked on, donked off his face mask, you know? And, <laughs> and I think that, but, it, but there was more than that. He ran a route that, you know, he ran a route where he was looking up for the ball way too early and slowing up and to it, you know, to lofted it. And, and so it looked like a, a an overthrow, but it was because Gesicki just wasn't running the route. Right. And, um, and there's, you know, there's other plays in the, in the game that he could have had that he could have made. 
and he's not making those plays in the passing game, that's the kind of thing that gets you that gets you fired is when is when you're not making good on your strengths. And so um, so that's an unhappy situation that I would look out for. Um, you know, Chase Edmonds is is possibly an unhappy situation, but I think he's I think he's doing his I, I, I don't know. I get the feeling that he's doing his best there and they're going to give him some time. I don't know. Just just a, just a gut feel. But um, that doesn't mean they're going to give him all kinds of snaps. I don't think Miles Gaskin is long for the roster, but I've said that for a number of years now. You've been trying um, to kill him for I've, years. Yeah, he is he is unkillable, but uh, <laughs> but I think it might finally happen. Um, but yeah, so, so we got some situations. I mean, I, we we talked earlier about Jerry Judy in Denver. You know, uh, yeah. getting getting him reuniting him with Tua and uh, Jalen Waddle, uh, natural fit, I think for um for what we would want to do here um he's been kind of a a problem player from uh i think from a, an attitude standpoint maybe um but you know getting him reunited with Tua Valoa and Jalen Waddle under a guy you know like Mike McDaniel sounds appealing that that's exactly a sort of situation where you can kind of we you can try to rehab a guy um that's been that's been a problem somewhere else um, there's yeah, I had a guy tell me. I had a guy tell me that that Jerry Judy is one of these delusional confidence guys. Mm-hmm. Like you could you could have a conversation with him, and he'll tell you without blinking that he's one of the three best wide receivers in the game, and he will not mention any of his contemporaries as better than him. Meaning, yeah. no, no Jamar Chase, no Justin Jefferson, none of those yeah. guys. Jalen Waddle, none of those guys. Like he'll yeah. say, "Oh, Devonta Adams, Tyreek Hill." Like those are the guys that are probably better than me. Yeah. yeah. So I don't um, know, that's a good think, thing or a bad thing or what? Because uh, I hate to well, break it to Jerry Judy. Position, He'll come here as the number three guy. <laughs> at, at that position, at that position and the corner position, the, yeah. the, those are exactly the guys you want, usually, um, yeah. is the guys that have just have irrational confidence um, and just completely irrational. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I, there's a, there's another unhappy situation brewing in uh, Atlanta where, you know, that they've spent back-to-back, top 10 picks number four overall on kyle pitts number eight overall on drake london and they don't use either of them because because yeah. the you know arthur because arthur uh arthur smith just you know uses his running backs and such and, and there's i mean it's that to hear the immense amount of bitching going on i mean you think of our own situation with mike gasicki and how how not productive he is right well, imagine you had a number four overall pick on a on a unicorn like Kyle Pitts, and he's got what? What does he have? Like 170 yards or something like that this year? Yeah, and no uh, touchdowns. And yeah, no touchdowns. I mean, they're the unhappy situations are where are where these these sorts of things can be born sometimes. And so I, you know, I just wonder, uh, you know, what if what if the Dolphins what if the Dolphins call him up and they're like, hey, we'll give you Mike Kosicki and that San Francisco first round pick. What do you think? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and, and I, I'm just just throwing shit on the wall right now. But I mean, that's, you know, look at those unhappy situations. I, I think that Miami could explore something headline ish mm-hmm. um, with with those uh, unhappy situations. But otherwise, you know, there will be probably a new offensive lineman, maybe a new defensive back. Um, you know, before the trade deadline, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting over the next uh, what seven days. Yeah, well, yeah, the next few days for for sure. Uh, one guy that I would keep my my eye on 
uh, is Stephon Gilmore. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If you, I don't know if you caught the news, but you know, it's it, it was reported on on Monday that the Frank Reich is saying, "Screw the season. Matt Ryan is done. <laughs> like this yeah. was a terrible signing. Uh, I've never seen something like this before." Uh, and my well, guy is getting the job. Sam Ellinger is getting the job. Yeah, and and I think I saw some people kind of uh, imply that um, that Ursay might have had something to do with this, um, which hmm. you know is weird to me. You're trying to Jim Ursay is trying to boot Dan Snyder, so instead he shoots Matt Ryan in the head. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I'm, okay. Um, but yeah, I, but but let's face it. Also, uh, I I don't think the Matt Ryan thing is working. Um, no, it's not. They, they so, look bad. They look and he's he's eld. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, um, and and Matt Ryan is at that age where he's putting up huge numbers, and you look at the scoreboard, and and you're like, this scoreboard does not match those numbers. Yep. Which yep. suggests that he's just fattening up those numbers. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, exactly. I mean, they're 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 three, but they they had the the key is expectations. They headed into the year with high expectations, and, expectations. and it's gone tits up. Like that season has gone tits up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's three three and one. Um, you know, and they and I don't you know. You like my I, idea? You like my idea? By the way, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, has no, a year I, left. I think, he has a year I left think, on a terrible contract. I think it's interesting um, in as much as what I'd say about that is um, is it's interesting because I do think that Mike McDaniel comes from a background like Chris Greer is famous for the young guys only thing. Right. Mm hmm. Like Chris Greer and SEC doesn't even people want, like doesn't even want to talk to a, talk about a guy if he's like 29 years old. Right. Like Chris Greer, he doesn't. But but Mike McDaniel comes from a background in, in San Francisco where they actually respect their elders, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. um and they acquire they acquire veterans and they and they go after them and they they play them, and um and so you know it's it's interesting to me the idea of Stephon Gilmore is interesting because Mike McDaniel I could see him, you know, being about it. Um, whereas Chris Greer would be like, you know, ah, he's 32 years old, man. I, you know, I, I'm sure we want to do this. And, you know, but I could see Mike McDaniel actually saying, you know, are you kidding? We had three corners in the last game and two of them were Justin Bethel and Noah Igbenogany. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Stefan Gilmore gives you that, that insurance, you know what I mean? That Byron mm -hmm. Jones insurance. And let's say that, you know, by the grace of God, Byron Jones makes an appearance this season. Then he could kick into the slot, and Gilmore stays outside. That's pretty damn good. Like that's well, a pretty you know, good we group. just lost a safety too. We just yeah. lost a safety and Brandon and Byron Jones. Jones can play safety as well. Byron yeah. Jones is a safety in his career, and you yeah. know he's been he's played safety. And in fact, there was you know there was some secret 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 recipe cooking going on. Uh, you know, I know that there are visions of him of him revisiting uh, a little bit um, of let's just say creative roles. Um, in the defense this year, not not necessarily just being you know straight outside corner. Um, of course, all of it's derailed because he's you know he he's not coming along healthy. But um, but yeah, I think that uh, I think that it is an interesting idea. Definitely, um, I think that uh, you know everybody's looking at Carolina, uh, of course, because there's a fire sale. But um, mm. but and, you know I think that there's 
one of the issues though and th this was actually told to me straight up by um by you know uh from the inside is one of the issues is there's a lot of teams um right now that are you know kind of ish like 50 50 you know 500 ish mm. and and so on and and they don't want to give up big pieces this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply um so but the teams never really want to give up big pieces but um but yeah so i mean like you take cleveland for example even even cleveland they're they're at two and five right and you'd think how how, how they they got to be close to a fire sale right mm -hmm. um but then they're like yeah but we get deshaun watson back <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, and and they're they have visions that they're gonna yeah, but when he when he run. comes back, they're they're gonna be a top ten pick, and they're gonna think, you know what, maybe we should make this top ten pick number three overall um, or something. You know, what well, I mean? number one pick. You know, that's <laughs> exactly. But um, but I you think know? That, so maybe um, Deshaun should be suspended the rest of the year. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 something that can. But I I think that um and and you know when when he's allowed to play again, you would think that they're not just gonna like have him go right in and start and play and play the entire games like right away from 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 the get go. You would think they'd want to pepper him in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, but they got. I mean, like for example, I is his first game is his first eligible game is it the uh is it the buffalo game or is it the tampa game i don't i don't know it's uh it's um, against the, it's, uh you're talking about watson right it's a the yeah. texan game it's right after the dolphin game oh it's, it's the, the texans game okay. yeah 
So, so I'm sure they got visions of, you know, the Bengals aren't that great this year. The Texans, obviously, the Ravens are beatable. The Saints are beatable. The Commanders are beatable. The Steelers are beatable. We got, they got visions. We're like, hey, we can go, we can go six and zero to close out this year and, uh, and head right into the playoffs with Deshaun, with our, with our premier quarterback. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they, maybe they go two and six against the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend. And then it's like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another yeah. guy would look at, um, you know, uh, the problem is maybe they look ahead, but they're, they're notoriously cheap over there in Cincinnati. Problem is that they fancy themselves a contender. The Ravens are terrible. Uh, we just saw the Steelers. Bengals might win this division just in a walk. And then yeah. they're back. They're back in the Super Bowl co- conversation. Well, but we say the Ravens are terrible, but let's be fair. They're four and three, just like we are. Yeah. yeah. The only thing is that they find very creative ways to lose. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, actually, the Ravens are four and three. I thought they lost yesterday. <laughs> no, they're four and three, man. They're they're four and three, and so are the so are the Bengals. Wow, they beat the Browns twenty three to twenty yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, the Browns, you know, the Browns, listen, I mean, they, they, they got Jacoby. And they, they put up a fight. They put up more of a fight than I thought they would this year, the Browns. Yeah. Um, you know, they beat the they, – but it turns out they put up a fight against bad teams. You know, mm-hmm. they, beat, they beat the Panthers, who are trying to be the worst team in the NFL. And, <laughs> and, they they beat, the Pan- and then the Panthers smoked Tom Brady. <laughs> It, well, but me right. <laughs> that's that's like the that's like the game everybody's going to point back to when the Panthers don't get the number one overall pick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the they beat the Panthers and they beat the Steelers. You know, which are also the Steelers. By the way, you know we're getting back to this game. Uh, how they just have this weird knack for st- st- sticking around during the games. I mean, if you really yeah. if you really look at how they played this year, it's. Like okay, they got blown out once, but um, but otherwise, it's like how do these how does this team? They're not good. They're not good. But you know but what? They, but, but it's a weird they thing. Keep it close somehow. <laughs> Look, the, yeah, the, their offensive line is not good. But is Najee Harris a good football player? I think so. Sure. sure. Chase Claypool a good football player? Well, yeah. yes, but but you know, in a bad situation. So it's, George it's, George Pickens. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah. Deontay Johnson. He's a good receiver. He's all right. He's all right. Uh, Friermuth is a hell of a tight end, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then, of course, you, you turn it to the defensive side of the ball. Wow. Like, you got wow players there. You got Minka sure, Fitzpatrick, sure. Cam Hayward, TJ Watt. Uh, mm-hmm. I like Devin Bush more than most. Uh, their they're, cornerbacks are terrible. Like, like, those guys are just not good. Uh, they need an overhaul in the offseason. But they're, they have enough talent. And you know? they've got coaching. They've got coaching uh, IQ uh, yes. and on the defensive side as well. I mean, yeah. I mean. By mm-hmm. the way, where's Gerald Alexander? That that question was answered. He's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I he's in Pittsburgh. That. He's in Pittsburgh. Uh, not as an accredited coach. He was he was a holdover from the intern program, and I guess he is. What do they call those guys? Like it's like a graduate assistant. He's not an accredited coach, but he's a consultant. Is what they call. Yeah, it. he's a consultant. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, so. Getting so back to the guy Brian I wasn't, I wanted Flores, to talk about Brian Flores and Gerald Alexander in there, yeah. the, and Mike Tomlin's already a, a, a fantastic team defensive mind, and Terrell Austin is yeah. well respected. Um, so I, I think it's that defensive IQ that kind of mm-hmm. helps them stay stick around in some of these games. 
But yeah, um, looking looking forward, a guy and keep this in mind, uh, listeners. I don't think we're going to acquire him because, like I said, uh, the Bengals. You know, they're talking Super Bowl. They're not going to do this. Okay, they're not going to trade this. Uh, Chidobi Awuzi from when he was with the Cowboys, he was up yep. and down with the Dallas Cowboys. They decided he is not worth extending on the fifth year option. They let him walk. Bengals got him on a dime. He's turned a corner. The former second round pick, he is legit. He is a man corner. He can play. Uh, it's his last year under contract next year, and he wants a pile of money. And Mike Brown doesn't like giving piles of money to football players. Okay. Uh, I would even monitor Joe Burrow going forward, to be honest with you, if, if we have an issue at quarterback, because Mike Brown is liable to be one of those guys that actually will not sign the the franchise quarterback. Uh, Chidobi Awuzi is a guy I would watch. And if he was on, if the Bengals were going tits up, I, I would actually say, you know what? What do you guys say to, I don't know, a third round pick yeah. for, for your cornerback? Because he's a guy, because he's only 27 years old. He could be here for four or five years. He could be a long term, you know, uh, a long term solution, I think, at cornerback. And there's, there's sight, unseen, sight unseen, I'm exploring him as a free agent. Sure. Oh, as a free agent, yeah. But uh, see, I, I think there's got to be a 0.0 chance that the Bengals entertain. Even if they were to lose like next week on, I think they're playing on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is right before the deadline. They're playing against, they're playing against the uh, the Browns, I think. Um, even it's a if conversation they were to, for next year, maybe, right? Yeah, it's, it's a conversation for the offseason for exactly the reasons you talk about. He wants a pile of money and, and they're – they're famously uh, penny pinchers in uh, in Cincinnati. Um, so yeah, but right now, hey, they were just in the Super Bowl last year. They're four and three. They're fighting for the division cha- division crown right now. They're and, not, and they hit and they hit on a cheap option who's playing like a top ten yeah, corner. They are I mean? not going to say if if we're going to try to pry that piece out of them, we're going to have to give them like two first round picks or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. There's no way. There's absolutely no. And this is this is what I mean by there's there's teams out there that are like four and three, three and four around that area even some of the two and five ones that are like no we're not going to sell we're not going to sell off an asset here we're you know we're fighting we're fighting it's a long season we're fighting for the so so that's that's the thing that gets in the way of you know kind of what what otherwise could be kind of a a headline move a headline trade um but yeah i I think that uh it is going to be interesting there's definitely going to be some offensive line uh defensive back you know movements uh for the dolphins but don't be surprised if like you know remember we talked about we talked about a long time ago how they were gonna um use the dolphins were gonna use one of their first round picks Mm. on an unhappy player and that unhappy player turned out to be tyree kill right um you know they've got they've got another they got this first round pick burning a hole in their pocket and they're undefeated with Tua Tungvaloa as quarterback. You know, they're, they're four and with Tua Tungvaloa at quarterback mm-hmm. for the game. And they clearly get better results. And, and that, that fits in line with his history as a player. He's a winning player. Um, They got, and they know damn well that they might have the best receiving tandem in the league. Yes. Raheem Mostert is looking as good as he ever has. Um, and they know what kind of pieces they have on defense. Jalen Phillips has been sh- has been showing out now, and 
and they know mm-hmm. they know overall what kind of pieces they have on that defense, right? Yeah, um, they're, they're buyers. I, I think they're buyers. They they could be thinking, you know what? Now's the push. Mm-hmm. Do it now. This is this is our year. Nobody in the NFL is that good, except for the Bills. But we mm-hmm. beat them. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like just look across the board. Who's scary in the NFL right now? The Philadelphia Eagles, maybe. The Giants? You think they're that scary? Yeah, or no. And the Kansas more? City, the Kansas City offense looks scary, but then they go play a, a game against the Colts, who are terrible and look yeah. like garbage. And then they play against the Bills and can't move the ball for an entire half. You know? Yeah, I mean, and the the Chargers are certainly beatable. The um, you know, the 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 Minnesota Vikings. We played. We saw them up close. We should have won that game if Tua was in in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, they're five and one. They're one of the best teams in the NFL by record. You know, mm-hmm. they're five and one right now. The Buffalo Bills are you know look like they might be the best team, the best team in the NFL. But we beat them. Yeah, and and you know, Philadelphia Eagles are are. By record, they are the best team in the NFL, six and zero. Um, but we played them, or we we had joint practices with them, and we saw them up close. Yeah, we dominated those joint practices. Yeah, they did. And and so, like you know, the the Dolphin who behind the scenes right now, how much have they got to be thinking? This is it. Like this is in striking distance. We got yeah. a four and zero quarterback. We got elite players like heading into the game last night this is this was even more to me this was even more um incredible than than the win or you know the game itself or the feeling or whatever is the way that they were talking about Miami's roster mm-hmm. you know in the in the pregame and such we're we're three and three right yeah. <laughs> you know like <laughs> heading in this game but but to hear them talk about like you know the firepower that Miami has on both sides of the ball, you know, how, how great of, you know, and, and stuff like that. Um, who's got to be, these guys have got to be, Steve Ross is finally back. So, you know, I'm pretty he, sure you know, I he heard, he can have a voice again. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard Chris Collinsworth have an orgasm on the air when he said the, the, the vibe in this building, you know, with two quarterback is different. Like, you and know, I, this is a track meet. They're going up and down the field. <laughs> and they all adore Mike McDaniel, you yes. know, they He's they their favorite little hipster. <laughs> they 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 know what kind of defensive pieces are on are on there. And by the way, the last four weeks, you know, the defense, um, you know, the give them give them some credit for how the defense is played against the Steelers, against the Vikings, um, you know, for a lot of the Jets game. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so shit went went really uh, you know, but um I think that uh I you know, the offense, we know that the offense wasn't living up to their end of the, the, the bargain in those three games. Um, and so in that situation, the defense finally breaks. But, um, but yeah, I think that uh, I think there's got to be people in, the, in that side of the building saying or, in, you know, in the front office or even in the owner's box, you know, saying, look at the NFL. Why isn't this our year? Yeah. Absolutely. We got a 4-0 quarterback. We got an elite level roster. Why isn't this our year? Yeah. Just go, just go and get it. Just beat the teams you're going to be favored against because it it could get, it could get very favorable for you down, down the road. All right. To close out this, uh, this uh, trade deadline preview. uh, We decided to do an extra show this week. Uh, Do they do something? 
the de- the deadline before the deadline. Yes, they do. I think I, I I would probably I would probably put the over under at one and a half trades. Um, and I think that uh, I think they do do something. I don't know whether it's going to be a headline move just because you know now we it's like trying to trade with people in fantasy football. It's no it's <laughs> it's, it's no it's, it's no easier in the NFL because the the exact same things that make it hard in fantasy. Yeah, football. I called the guy. I called the guy and, and I asked him. Uh, you know, what do you say to Tua Tonga Vailoa? You know, because I have Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, right? Yeah. And the guy says, "Okay, cool. Send me DeAndre Hopkins." And I'm like, "Stay on Earth with me here, okay? <laughs> Stay on Earth with me." Yeah. Okay. I'm asking you for a backup quarterback. All right. Uh, you know, because of course I have to undersell it. You know. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Otherwise, I intend to start him. Uh, you know, you're not gonna take you know one of my my three best receivers because I have Devonta Adams, Tyreek Hill, and DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I plan on playing them right into the championship. And and the guy's like, no, no, I need uh, I need Hopkins if you want Tua. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I okay. mean, it's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, I guess we can't make a deal here. You know what I mean? Well, and you know, headline one, headline, headline uh, trades have that really big hurdle uh, because of that, um, but also because of the way the NFL is this year, with like a lot of teams thinking that they might have a chance. Yeah, I'll tell you this: the uh, the Jets, the Jets trading for James Robinson. Uh, for a conditional sixth round pick, uh, does does uh, inspire um, anger? anger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say so. Yeah, so I, I just want to throw that in there. Yeah, but, uh, like you know, uh, I I don't know how to how to say this, but the Jets' formula for success is getting everybody second uh, second string or third string quarterback. Then running it forty times and playing decent defense, like uh, I'm not gonna completely take a dump on their team. They they are the Dave Wanstat, Jay Fiedler Dolphins. Yeah, like they avoid throwing the ball with Zach Wilson. Uh, I believe what was the stat? <laughs> they had a stat the other day. Zach Wilson threw. He had like 32 attempts, and only four of them went past 10 yards. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. You know, so so they they basically try to you know bore you to death, and they do play good defense. They have some nice players on the defense side of the ball. They lost another tackle. They're down four tackles from the start of the season. So I was getting ready to proclaim their season dead, and now they trade for James Robinson. That's- yeah, it's not supposed to proclaim them dead. They're five and two though, which is <laughs> crazy. It is crazy. It, 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 what's crazier, the Giants six and one, or the Jets five and two? You know what? They're they're both they're both quite crazy, but I'm gonna go with the Jets at five and two. That's crazier to me. Yeah, although they are getting a lot of backup quarterback luck. Like it's the stars are aligned. Although you know, is it really luck when Russell Wilson can't play? Like, yeah, know, yeah, that's not backup. You know, we're calling Russell Wilson a backup now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Know. You know, when when they, I remember yesterday when they, when they announced ah Russell Wilson, he's a game time decision. Oh, he can't play against the Jets. And I was thinking to myself, damn, the Jets have just been handed a win. And I was thinking to myself, were they just handed a win? Or, or or are things more difficult for them now? <laughs> you know, I, I do got to say about the Giants, it's interesting because you know Brian Dable was obviously high on on our li- list for um for being head coach of the Dolphins, um, yeah. and high on, and 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 I, I say our, and I mean I mean the Dolphins as well. The Dolphin he was high on the Dolphins list. <laughs> mm. Um, you know, maybe even second only to Mike McDaniel, and um. And I think that uh, it's interesting. He's six and one, and you know, by goddamn, we should be six and one if it not for you know, if it not yeah. for uh, the concussion that Tua took. 
Um, I truly believe that. I think we'd be six and one uh, right now, um, if not if not for that. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. You know, it's I, I hate that trade for for us, <laughs> James Robinson for a conditional <laughs> six round pick. Wow. All right, but, so you, you got know, that's hey, there's there's shit, unhappy situations. That was an unhappy situation, and the that, Jets uh, exploited it, and we didn't. Yeah, and we did not. Um, but you know that's that doesn't mean that something won't won't happen. It's just uh, the jet the Jags for some reason weren't stingy with the asset. Mm. Um, but you know we'll see we'll see if uh, if we can find somebody that uh, is not also not stingy with the asset. Well, all right. I think they'll, they'll do something. I, I think the there might even be one, you know, splash, uh, you know, to, to quote Mike Tomlin. By the way, he said splash uh, several times after the after the game last night. Yeah. Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin said, you know, all credit to the to the Miami Dolphins. They made more splash plays than than we did. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that concludes our, our trade deadline preview show. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.